Monster Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> There was a time when monsters reigned over the earth. Humans shuttered their windows and bolted shut their doors. The only conversation, a nod of frenzied hushes as beasts stalked the night. Humanity, subjugator of the food chain, were reduced to huddled baby rabbits in their burrows during this dread epoch, the age of the monster. Casualties mounted day after day. Children devoured by carnivorous clowns. Factory workers trampled by giant depressed dinosaur skeletons. Travelers petrified by many-eyed disembodied heads. Huge swaths of the population mutated into biomechanical zombies by a mysterious oily substance. The list goes on. And then, as quickly as the age of monsters had arrived, it abruptly ended. The dark clouds withdrew from the sun. Doors were unlocked. Humans rebuilt their cities and walked the night with confidence again. It was as if winter had given way into spring. But the respite was short-lived. You see, after a month of safety, shadows encroached on humanity once more. The season may have changed, but a brand new season was just around the corner. Season 2 of Monster Crazy. Ah, we're back! What's up? No, we're much. back in it. We're back. We're back. Um, and we're coming back with a subject that is most, most spicy. Um, we didn't spin the Wheel of Monster last time. I think we forgot to or just didn't have a plan yet or something. But anyways, we decided on the subject ourselves, and it is none other than re- Bears the Animal. Yeah, Bears the Animal. Not from a movie, not from... Some nerdy ass Dungeons and Dragons bullshit. Some freak weird nerd shit that's all only for nerds. I'd watch it, but yeah, no normal normal bears just from the woods that exist in real life and not on a um, a grid that you play with your friends online. Um, yeah, so the animal. Um, yeah, like, I, we picked. I, I I know at least when we were talking about picking bears. Um, one of the reasons that that Kai wanted to talk about it is because they, I think they have a very like supernatural kind of um, quality given to them in a lot of human folklore and human history, and that they have a very like uh, they they have a very close and unique relationship with humanity, kind yeah. of throughout each of our evolutions. Also, I mean, sociologically, right now, um, actually, I have a quote here about this. Let's hear um, the bear quote. Public perception of bears is often positive, as people identify with bears due to their omnivorous diets, their ability to stand on two legs, and their symbolic importance. Um, which I, I think is true. I think people typically like bears, and I think probably for forever people have kind of liked bears, but it's different now um, because we have guns and big cities, and so now we can like them and not really be afraid of them. And I think things... Ab- we're probably public perception of bears was maybe different in like the year 1650. And it was just like, ah, the beast of the woods has claimed another, um, you know, it's not really like that anymore. So we're a little bit more free to just appreciate them as, as yeah, complicated animals as opposed to just like essentially North American, European and Asian dragons. 
I do think what gives them still a monster quality is that I would say that, you know, while obviously we have the technological and environmental edge on bears now that we didn't before, um, you know, a bear is still going to fucking wreck. And even people with guns will still get wrecked by a bear, I would mm-hmm. say, a, a huge amount of the time. Um, and they still, like... You know, they, they literally, they're, I mean, we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but they're a bear, you know, when a bear, they're very smart. And when a bear learns that a human, that they can get food from a human's house or from a human like settlement or something, they basically, they will have to be killed because they will eventually figure out that they should kill and eat humans. And they, I just want to preempt that because you really can't stop a bear in the moment when it decides to do that. If you're not, you know carrying a bear killing gun <laughs> yeah and also like a bear killing gun i there's i don't know how many of the people listening to the podcast are gun nuts or have any kind of reference for guns but as far as like pistols go the smallest caliber that you can like reliably kill even like a black bear with is a 44 which is if you play video games it's the things that you feed into the big revolvers that you use like if you yeah. have like a you, that's the only thing that you're going to kill a bear with um, that's like a handgun. Otherwise, you need like an elephant killing gun. Like, you know, you're just, you're not yeah. going to use small arms and take down a bear, really. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think I would, I mean, I, I think that a lot, but there's there's trouble doing this episode because they're a real thing and it's not like, you know, there's like, oh, there's like 50 pages of lore that exist on this monster in the universe maximum period. This is like a thing that has existed for, you know, a million years or millions of years or whatever. Uh-huh. Not, I don't know. I don't, I'm I'm not a archaeologist. I don't know how long, a long bears time. have been around. A long ass time. Um, and I feel like so. I feel like a lot of the stuff we'll talk about is maybe more anecdotal and 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 uh, kind of wishy washy. But mm-hmm. I would say that bears are probably one of the few animals left that humans still just can't kind of can't fuck with. Yeah. No. And and also. I think it's awesome that not only can we not really fuck with them, they've also just got a charisma to them where they are, they're a dragon of the woods, but we also don't really like, most people don't really want to fuck with bears. Like people Absolutely. like, like if given the option to murder a bear or not murder a bear, people would typically probably not want to murder the bear. Um, yeah. What's cool actually, about the, yeah, I feel like one reason for that, that's like, um, about maybe why bears are so are so relatable too is that they are very you know so here's something i learned while i was doing research for this that i didn't know before um the order carnivora um which is like you know mammal carnivores mm-hmm. um are divided into caniform and, and filiform so is there's like they're either dog-like or cat-like which i didn't know that 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 they were just all divided that way and did you know that hyenas are actually Filiform, not caniform, which I, did, I had no idea. Did not know that. That is sick. Didn't, very interesting. But uh, you know, bears. It's not just that they are. You know, they're they're ancestrally they're similar to dogs. You know, mm-hmm. which are um, man's best friend and uh, have been for a long time. And I think that it's very easy to see a bear as an overgrown dog because they kind of are. Um, sort of, except one thing I, I was listening to a podcast by that, like their guest was a, a bearologist. It was like a, uh-huh. it was an animal behavioral podcast. Um, also, I don't remember what bearologists are actually called, but for all intents and purposes, that's what it was. Yeah. And he, he was saying something that I think is very interesting um, about people's perceptions of bears when like potentially dealing with one is that black bears, for example, 
Not very aggressive. Like, um, and if you take an animal that's not very aggressive and you frequently give it food, it starts to feel like, you know, you've got like a little buddy. But the, the different, one of the key differences between dogs and bears is there's a lot, but like behaviorally, dogs, the reason dogs are man's best friend is because they have evolved in, in packs. They like, they have a social, a social yeah. drive the, and bears, I think they, there's, they have some degree of sociability, but they're not like a pack animal. They don't, yeah. under, they don't have, they don't view the world the same way that, that social animals do. So they're not going, to, they don't, they don't feel that, that kinship that yeah, you they're not are, looking to form a relationship. No, they're not. And so my, while they might not be aggressive, um, and also, you know, I think, I think bears probably have souls and I don't, I don't think that they're evil things, but they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're not. They're not looking to make a friend, regardless of how sweet it seems they're being. Um, yeah, it's community is completely alien to it. It's not. Yeah, there's no you 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 know there you can have exchanges with it, but it's not it's not looking at you and going. If it's looking, if it comes back to you to get more food, it's because it got food there. It's not because it's yeah. like it's not going to like attach to you. It's going to attach to you because it's going to awesome, attach to your food. I have an idea as it is that it's, it's possible to form a spirit bond with a bear. It just isn't in the cards. I like, you remember that grizzly man? Uh, yeah. Thing? Yeah. Did you, did you listen to the audio of that, by the way? I don't know. I've never watched that movie. I've always meant okay. to. Okay. Well, so I, I think it's, I don't know if the grizzly man audio is easily accessible, but you can find it. And, it's horrible. It's the worst. Yeah. Audio for, also, for people who are listening who don't know what Grizzly Man is, it's a documentary about a guy who basically wants to go, I guess, live or hang out with grizzly bears, and he meets a grizzly end. Yeah. Well, he do- he does live with grizzly bears for I don't know exactly how long, but like an extended period. Like I think as far as people can go, he is like a grizzly whisperer. But he like he does just like. The, another thing that this bearologist was saying was that like bears are also very 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 individual where like um there are bears who are like individual bears of the same species who are more prone to being sweet ones that are more prone to being aggressive but even within that if one of them a sweet one ate some weird berries or something it's not going to think twice and it's got a tummy ache and you feel like getting in its face it's it's not going to think about how horrible it would be for it to like swat at you with its meat hook arm yeah Um, exactly yeah so this guy did a pretty good job and then eventually him and his girlfriend who was also staying with him out with these bears um were devoured by an old desperate uh grizzly and the the uh, there's audio of it um it is the it's awful i like when i listened to it like i wasn't like bawling crying like emotionally but like just out of like fear and visceralness, like my eyes just like involuntarily watered just as, cause you hear the guy getting mauled by a bear and his girlfriend screaming. And then eventually the girlfriend being mauled by a bear and then there's nothing. It is horrible Man. audio. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend it if you're looking for a bad time, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very interesting. It's just the worst thing to listen to ever though. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's, I think, that's what's so fascinating about bears as like kind of um people's like obsession with them and thinking of them as as a big dog it's like they're like a they're a samurai dog they're a ronin dog they're wanderers they're like follow your moral code they're they're morally mm -hmm. gray they're They're different they're awesome they are they're built different bears are straight up built different they are they're they're fucking big too Mm mm-hmm 
Um, here's a little, here's a fun fact for you. So people may know, so, uh, the largest species of bear is the polar bear. They get mm-hmm. the biggest, um, which are they almost, almost rivaled by the, the Kodiak bear, which is, I think a subspecies of brown bear. Um, but also I guess, yeah, here there are eight species of bear. We'll do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, eight species of bear are brown bear, which includes the subspecies grizzly bear, um, and Kodiak. That everybody, yeah, and Kodiak. But grizzly bear is the one that everyone uh, that that everyone knows and loves. That the good old fashioned grizzly, um, polar bear, Asian black bear, American black bear, sun bear, sloth bear, spectacled bear, and giant panda. Um, which I think it's 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 very fun that that pandas are bears because I feel like I w- you would expect a panda to maybe be something different and just be look like a bear a little bit because of how different they are from the other ones yeah but they're bears oh, except I think they're like one degree separated from all the other bears like they're they're like slightly cousin bears to all the other yeah ones. yeah they're uh, the ones you smoke weed with at the at the family reunion if you stare at a like I think at like first glance when you look at a panda it doesn't really look like a bear but if you like look at it long enough you're like okay. I mean, that definitely is just a it's bear. Uh, yeah. It's called a panda bear, so it must be a bear. <laughs> exactly, Ko- koala bear. Yeah, teddy bear. Um, but so anyway, yeah. Largest largest bear species currently extant is a polar bear. Those are extant bear species, by the way. I, I should have mentioned. Um, there have been actually recent species that went extinct too. Like I think the California grizzly, which was a subspecies that is fa- a fairly recent extinction, but um. Uh, there, I think that, that we're talking about, you know, how the relationship between bears and humans goes back a long time. And I think that, um, a good way to look at that is, you know, cavemen, you always, you, I mean, outside of, you know, science and, and archeology span and whatever, you will always see a drawing of cavemen fighting a giant bear. That's just what they do. Mm-hmm. Cavemen do in drawings and on the covers of books and stuff. They, they fucking love doing that shit. Um, but I think that the, the bear that you most often think of when you think of a prehistoric bear, um, is the, the cave, the cave bear. Yeah. Um, is the most, the most commonly like, like referred to, I, I think, which was, uh, Ursus Spileus. Um, and they, they were extinct. They became extinct about 24,000 years ago and they were, you know, comparable or just slightly larger in size than modern bears like i think there's a there's a a vision of the cave bear as as really huge but there was actually i was like okay well i thought the cave bear was going to be the big one so what's the big prehistoric one what's and and i looked it up and i was not disappointed by this big ass bear which is the one that you just yeah uh, angustidens yes arctotherium angus angustidens angustidens i don't know huge they they recovered i think a partial specimen um like I i think a few of the bones from buenos aires uh, that they basically, they like through estimation and, and reconstruction, they estimated that the average weight of a, of an, uh, Arctotherium was 3,500 to 3,850 pounds and had a standing height of 11 to 14 feet tall. <laughs> Jesus. Just like, I'm just, I'm looking out of my apartment right now. I, I live in a, like, not like a tall, big apartment. So there's just duplexes next to me. I'm just imagining one of these things standing up trying to get at someone in the second floor. Easy. I know, yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that's like a 14-foot tall bear. That's more than two of me stacked yeah. on top of each other. That's crazy. They're fucking huge. That or they were they still are. That's like um, that's like two wills. Yeah. 
on top of each other, and that's not even like, <laughs> yeah. It's, Will's, it's Will's our friend who's really tall, but um, it's absolutely insane. That is too big. <laughs> also, if you look at picture, they they had like um, I guess I don't know how they for sure know what their faces looked like. I don't know if they found an intact skull, but it seemed like they had like more snubby noses. Like they're very cute and cool yeah. looking. Um, they do look kind of more primordial. They look they look old, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I love how old stuff used to be way bigger. That's the coolest thing ever. That that is so um, sick. We got you got to respect that. Yeah, and I have to say too that you know, the, they, that was huge. But largest polar bear, and I don't, I don't, I think the largest polar bear was about nine feet ten inches long. That's also a very very which big is bear. also a giant bear. So it's not like you know, you know, they're still really big. <laughs> Yeah. Also, um, I'm sure I don't have to tell you that. Fun fact about listening. Yeah. No, they're huge. But um, fun fact that I think we may have glossed over just when kind of talking about what bears are um, is they're also the largest um, land carnivore. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. It 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 is really awesome. I'm I'm a big fan of it. Any any biggest thing. Yeah, that's, that's also sick as fuck to biggest me. carnivore is a, is a that's always like you know that's that's the goddamn you know yeah I, I know T Rexes really? weren't the biggest but like you know that's the goddamn T Rex of the now time absolutely I think a I think a bear you know almost more than almost any other living animal feels like it should be prehistoric you know people like mm. you know whatever the 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 shoebill crane or being like oh you know birds are actually kind of still dinosaurs technically or whatever it's like the, you're missing the point here a bear feels like something that i would throw a spear at and then get completely sliced in half yeah that's the uh, animal that feels like that the most i guess we are i was gonna say we're kind of doing um a physical description in a very distended kind of way right now just as we talk about there's lots of different types of bears but um one thing that I think is awesome that I think like highlights just like their primordial might is um, that I thought was just a really cool thing to read about about their their physiog physiognomy physi well, how do you say physiology that word? physiology physiognomy uh, is about the the face I think okay well their physiology is if you look at like a skeleton of a lot of things including like especially like cats um, a lot of the like the like the the bones and like the limbs are kind of like curved because they're meant to be kind of flexible and allow for speed mm-hmm. and bare bones um no pun intended are just like straight because they're they're just like yeah built to just be like like tanks like they're just supposed to be moving boulders and digging under trees and just like you know they they've got they've got hands that are just like a combination of like a sh- a yeah. shovel and a meat cleaver and, and they're, then they're insane. Still on top of that, they can still fucking run 30 miles per hour in short bursts. And on top of that, they have th- arguably the best sense of smell in the entire animal kingdom. Yeah. So yeah, I had something about that too. What's they so yeah, they have they have maybe the best scent of of smell. Um, of any mammal, it's a I, I okay. Read. Maybe not. That's probably more. I might have just been saying that. Um, but but yeah, with the because it's a trade off on they don't have, they also their vision is not good and they don't have good hearing either and they're the only carnivore um that doesn't have touch sensitive like whiskers on their face. 
Yeah. So they're they're kind of they are all operate like majorly on their their sense of smell much more than any other sense. Um, they, they even communicate with each other with sense of smell by like, um, or they communicate with the world around them with their sense of smell. Like they'll they'll roll in a dead carcass to mask their scent. Like yeah. uh, they're they're wild. Also, they um, I think it's cool that I I feel like most really successful predators. Um, like, you know, like alligators, crocs, you know, all the, the big cats, they all have some kind of stealth aspect to them yeah. and bears are just like, look out, it's coming. Like there's, there's not really, like, I don't think they do, bear- they do a lot of ambush hunting. Bears are, I would say that they, they, they do do that from what I read at least. Really? They, I, they, yeah. So I, I feel like they are less sneaky though. They, they lumber. I don't. I I feel like you can hear and smell a bear coming. I think they hide and then they they jump out. Oh, okay. Um, well, that is sneaky. Never yeah, mind. but I also I also think though that uh, I mean they they I think some some I read. I'm trying to find in my note. I did not organize my notes very well today. I remember reading that some species of bear are like like they'll chase down prey, but they mostly focus on ambush hunting. But I don't have the source for that, so maybe I invented it in my brain. Um, but also the thing about, about bears is that they, they are, they consume much more plant than, than animal. Other than polar Um, bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, most bears are, are most, eat mostly plants and then are like, when the opportunity strikes, they'll eat something, they'll eat an animal that they Mm -hmm. kill. Um, but they're not, you know, they're not, yeah, besides polar bears who are evil monsters, um, they're not, you know, out just killing stuff 24 hours a day. Polar bears are scary as fuck. They are like, terrifying. The, the, also, the fact that they're white and they eat meat, so they just are kind of, like, they're white with, like, you know, red streaks on them all the time is, like, I feel like evil stuff that is, like, white and pure looking is scarier than, like, I don't know, like, dirty Just bad. seeing Just seeing the blood stains on a polar bear is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that, that nature uh, be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, something while we're, we were talking about like bears having like, uh, you know, be very, being very, or how we're talking about them using mostly sense of smell. Um, and also about them being like really smart and using like, you know, like rotting flesh to mask their scent and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting to have an animal that is so smart, but, um, it's, it's like, uh, the sense that it uses is not sight. You know, I feel like we're. Yeah. We're, you know, we're incredibly sight-based animals, humans are, mm-hmm. um, and it's really interesting to look at another another very intelligent animal that is centered around a completely different uh, sense. Um, that is and I had some r- more, so true. Some more facts about, like, you know, how smart bears are. You know, they can remember, they can remember the locations of, of food after, like, 10 years. They have really long memories. Um, and they, it's, I also read that that some grizzly bears, uh, in addition to like rolling is camouflaging their scent, they've also been seen like covering up their tracks or hiding behind rocks and stuff, so that hunters can't can't find them. That's so like sick. They, they're yeah, they like they like actively hide and like try and disguise where they are. And um, also, we were talking about them communicating. They communicate. They have like a very high, very wide range of. Um, vocal sounds that they make like they have like different sounds that they make in different emo and different emotions and situations and stuff like i as like they have they bark they they like pop their lips they click their jaw they they like 
click their tongue, they grunt, they have just to like have a bunch of different sounds that they make that mean different things. I, I know that one of the ones that they do when they're feeling like anxious and weird is they go like, <sighs> yeah, like they just they just like exhale really really fast without like putting any voice in it, which I think is really funny. Yeah, they're so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, another part of bears that I think that makes them feel very supernatural and that I think is what um, kind of was a very awe-inspiring characteristic for a lot of ancient peoples, which we'll, I, I want to talk about the folklore mythology stuff in a minute because I have a bunch totally. of stuff written down for that. Um, but uh, we didn't mention yet is one of the main things about bears is hibernation. Oh, um, yeah. Hibernation is crazy. It's crazy that an animal can do that. That's wild. Also, yeah. their their sizes that they change weight so much, like throughout the year, like yeah, yeah. Go ahead about hibernation, though. Well, so they they like they slow their metabolism down. They they decrease their body temperature, and they get get this. Their heart rate slows from their normal heart rate is fifty five beats per minute. When they're in hibernation, they slow their heart rate to nine beats per minute. Jesus Christ. They don't, and they normally they don't wake up during hibernation. They go the entire time. They don't eat. They don't drink. They don't go to the bathroom. And even uh, pregnant female bears will give birth during hibernation without waking up. Like, that's the normal time for bears to give birth. Jesus. Also, they they even preempt their um, their hibernation. They they make a butt plug out of poop that a fecal is plug a fecal plug so that like ants don't crawl into their asshole and eat them when they're like yeah it's wild they eat they basically eat a bunch of random stuff that they know that they're like instinctually know will create a hard poop in their colon that blocks their butt like they like they like chew off like like skin from the pads of their feet and they eat like certain like different things that that like creates the fecal plug in their in their gut i imagine there's like a lot of bark or something in that yeah yeah there's a there's like there was some list of stuff that i didn't write down because i was like i don't really um, need a recipe for fecal plugs here <laughs> in my wow. notes but it, uh, I yeah, thought it was winter, very cool. winter is still like a whole year away again basically yeah. <laughs> um i hold on i just want to demonstrate i'm not gonna do a full minute of it but i just want to yeah. demonstrate what this would be like for the, their heart rate so it's uh-huh. it's every 6.6 seconds so yeah um uh, wait, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna just start at a boom, boom. Boom, boom. Whoa. That, that's that's dude, how. Much dude, oh my god! Imagine being like a fucking mouse, and you wander into a, a bear's cave oh where it's hibernating, god. and you hear you hear a, the you hear dun dun, and you like stop, and you're looking around. You're not sure what it is. Dun dun. Yeah, dude, and that's it's the beast, man. I, I I feel like the beast of the woods, like the capital B, the beast of the woods is bears. You know yeah. what I mean? Like more than anything else, more than wolves, more than and they they are absolutely they're like they're they're not not to don't make fun of this word, but they're epic in like a, the traditional sense of the word. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I would like to now, I have a big list of, uh, I would like to run through, if, you, if you'll if you indulge me, a bunch of uh, um, 
kind of intersections with human culture and appearances in human religion and, and mythology that bears have had in a bunch of different culture cultures. And the thing that the thing that's crazy about this is there's a lot of this stuff that I've written down, but I've not this is not even scratching the surface. Like I would yeah. say this and again this is you know, this is off the top of the head, so prove me wrong, call me an idiot, probably wrong. I would say the bear is probably one of the most important animals to human mythology. Totally. Um, just but again Hey, it could be wrong. I don't know. I don't care. I'm making bears cool in my head. Um, but they don't, they don't have to be cool in my head. They're cool in real life. So, first of all, um, in a lot of like Native American cultures, the bear is symbolic of rebirth because of hibernation. Because, mm-hmm. you know, bears will go away for the winter and then come back. Which, uh, you know, tr- that really is a very magical trait. Like that's Yeah, uh, that's so sick. Bears are cool enough already. You don't. God didn't need to throw that in there too, because I believe in God and God created bears. Um, wow. And the bears were also very symbolic of, um, or specifically the mother bear. Also, in in a lot of Native American cultures, was like very symbolic. I think because it, uh, it's like because because of how fiercely uh, mother bears are known to like protect their cubs. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that was also a big like symbol, um, that's used to, to represent like loyalty to your family, um, and such. It said in, in North America and Eurasia. Um, and then there's a, a bears appear in, in Japanese folklore as something called an Onikuma, which means mm-hmm. demon bear, which does, is Does a, Japan have bears naturally? Uh, yeah, they had, they had, um, they have... There's like Asian black bears that they have, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they Japanese folklore features the. Well, if that, if I'm wrong, I don't wanna. I don't. I don't wanna say that with my chest. But you know, I have a bunch of stuff about indigenous people who lived in the in the in on the islands of Japan that talk about bears. So, so I assume that there were okay, bears there. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, I'm not a historian i'm a monster fanatic mm-hmm. and i'm no i'm no freaking genius okay get let's get that straight right now um but so the demon the onikuma was uh like a yokai which is i think we mentioned them before on the yeah. show but that's like a japanese it's something between i would say a, a cryptid and a mythological spirit but kind of like a myth slash urban legend hybrid mm-hmm. um and the Onikuma is a demon bear that walks upright. And when a bear has lived for a long time, it becomes an Onikuma, which has strength that it can, enough strength to lift boulders. It can, I, I quote here, it, it is said to be able to kill a small animal simply by pushing it. Um, this just sounds also, like a Kodiak bear. It's basically just a bear. They yeah, just, in Japan, the they had smaller bears and they imagined that there were bigger bears. Yeah. And it would come down from the mountains and it would steal, um, it would steal like horses and, and cows and stuff and bring them back up to the mountain. That's awesome though. Cause th- that basically just sounds like a dire bear. Like it just sounds like a bear, like a normal bear got like a, a honestly a pretty mild level up, you know? Yeah. No, it's definitely, I mean the, the boulders thing is maybe, is maybe yeah, a big level up. But, but. I, that's, that's not because of strength though. I think that's just because of like general ability to Man, you know maneuver objects with their mitts yeah um so st- in also in the the area that is that is now japan there's indigenous people named 
I don't. I Anu. I think it's pronounced A I N U. I don't actually know how it's pronounced, so I'm sorry if I'm wrong. And uh, I don't know. They lived in part of what's now Japan, I think. Um, but anyway, they had a ritual called Iomante. I O M A N T E could be pronounced differently again. But basically, what they did, they they uh, they worshipped the bear, and they would send it to the realm of the gods through this ritual and what they did is that they would go out they would capture like young bear cubs really young bear cubs bring them back to their village and raise them uh as they would raise a human child so they would they would raise it in a in a house they would feed it human breast milk um they would they would raise it once it got a little bigger they would start they would raise it outside they would like move it out of the house but keep raising it like it was a child and then when the bear was one or two years old which is as bears go that's like pretty big okay that's not like a baby is that like a teen it's like a 15 year old but yeah i mean they're they're there's that of one to two year old bear is like a formidable yeah bear they're not not full yet right they're just they're yeah they're not i don't think they get fully grown until maybe i don't i don't remember i don't want to say a number but they're they're like yeah they're big and scary at at that age um they would when it's one to two years old they'd, they'd bring it into the center of the village and tie it to a post and um, all the men of the village would shoot at it with bows and arrows um, until they weakened it, which yeah, would take a, probably a while because that's a strong bear at that point. And then once it's sufficiently weakened, um, one of the villagers would walk up to it and shoot it point blank in the neck to kill it. And then they would slit the bear's throat. All the villagers would drink its blood. They would um, skin it, eat the bear meat. And then they would create a bear doll, which was basically uh, a spear with the bear's bear skull. Get it? Bear skull. Mm-hmm. Skin skull that was on the on the top of the spear. And they would wrap its skin and fur around it so it looked like a bear. Um, and then that doll would basically... that's a, They would worship that doll. And that, that ritual was them sending the bear to the realm of the gods. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, there should be... There could be... Like one of those A twenty four cerebral horror movies, just around that ritual. Yeah, and if you thought that ritual was cool, here's the kicker for me that makes bears just in my eyes these are just supernatural. These are these the way that humans have interacted with them. They might as well these might as well just be you know uh, godly creatures or whatever. Is that this is not this ritual is not unique to these people. They are. You know, there's very there's very similar rituals in in other places. So pre-Christian Finland, pagan paganism in Finland, they had a similar ritual where they would, uh, if they brought a bear down in a hunt, they would take its skull and they would put its skull on either a spear or up in a tree to help the bear's spirit um, climb get, up to into the stars. There. Yeah, the, I, but I, I love the respect that humans always have been putting on bears' names. You know, yeah, so. The fin the Finnish ritual though is not one necessarily of respect. This one is a, is of fear. Actually, this is really oh, interesting. Shit. I think so. They they believed that that bears were a taboo animal, um, and that the, they they believed that if you that the word for bear oxy was a taboo word and you can't say it because if you said it if you called the bear by its quote true name it would summon the bear to come kill you. So they made up. Uh, like euphemisms and stuff to call bears um but so they believed that that uh that you know the bear was a scary taboo animal and if they killed the bear they would do this ceremony called page i set 
where they wanted to show that the they basically were trying to trick the bear's spirit into thinking that the death was accidental and considering the bear's spirit like the bear as an honored guest in the village instead of like a a victim or a, or an animal they got killed so that's why they do that ritual to guide the spirit back up into the stars is they're like look we didn't mean it like go we're helping you out go please don't please don't come and like curse us and hurt us because they were so scared of bears that's also what's insane about that story is in my research i saw i found that an entirely like proto-indo-european people mm-hmm. they, they were doing the same thing where they had i forgot what the term is but like oh a taboo avoidance term where yeah. they they had a, a word that was it looks like guer which just kind of means why like generic wild animal and they they use that term because the original word for the bear was arcto and they were scared that it would uh speaking the animal's true name would cause it to appear yeah and i do you do you speak russian i can't remember no not really no okay well i I read another thing about the like the indo-european uh name for the bear being taboo and that russian speakers would call the bear a word that meant honey eater instead of bear for the same reason. Like, that's just, like, a recurring thing that people were terrified of summoning bears by speaking their names and had different euphemisms and words that they made up so they wouldn't have to say it. That's so awesome. Yeah. I love that. And, hey, I'm not even done with my... with my Let's go. <laughs> my Let's bear, keep, bear human... These, do it. Bears are in, are in the Bible... Um, and actually, in what my favorite Bible verse ever, I don't know if you've ever read this Bible verse before. This is a choice Bible verse, okay? Okay. Um, this is uh, a verse, this is from the second book of Kings, um, and I don't know how to read these verse citations. I think it's chapter 2, verse 23 to 24, is I think how you'd read this, but let me just read this to you. A Bible reading for today. Yes. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, baldy, they said. (laughs) Get out of here, baldy. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. Holy shit! (laughs) Fuck yeah! Holy shit, what the fuck? (laughs) Isn't that so funny? (laughs) I wish I could do that to my dang boss sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> then two, could just quote. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled forty-two of the boys. Holy is, shit! In because they called him Baldy. I also what's funny about that story is I feel like Baldy and like the 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 conceptions of being bald as being something that's fun to make fun of. That that feels like it adds to event. Like I would have thought that that would have been a recent insult. Like in the past, like. Recent in the past 500 years, I just, for some reason, I feel like people in, like, Egypt would not, like, in, in, you know, (laughs) the year zero would would really care about something like that, but that's funny. It's very funny. I also, what I also really like about this verse, uh, I've thought a lot, I've I've thought a lot about this Bible verse, um, is that, uh... The two bears coming out of the woods and mauling 42 of the boys implies that there are more than 42 boys who came out and yelled at him and called him Baldy. <laughs> Do you think it was in there unison? Like 50 boys came out of a town and called this guy a Baldy. 
Hey, is it? I think it's actually I, for a second. I was imagining 50 boys doing that in unison. And that's really funny. But I think it's funnier if it's 50 of them not doing it. Just like yeah. just, <laughs> bowling ball head. Yeah. <laughs> you just, oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. They shouldn't have it's, done that, though, because they the smite of God and bears was brought down upon them like a hammer. Yeah, it's sick that God was willing to do that for for this for this guy, yeah. for this prophet. Um, another another uh, bear human culture thing. A really uh, major one is a constellation Ursa Major, um, oh. <laughs> which is uh, is you know they say it's a bear. They say this. I see a bunch of dots. I don't know what they're talking about. But when I was say, when I, I was like, oh, I should look up constellations because I, I, Ursa Major, sure. Um, and I was like expecting, you know, I was expecting that to be like fairly recent. That the, the constellations being animals or whatever. And I don't know about the other ones, but Ursa Major um, has actually has been associated as being a bear for anywhere from 13,000 to 15,000 years. Holy shit, man. In in the paleolithic times. And the reason that they that they know this or that they suppose this, I guess, and this is something that I've kind of I read a few times and I don't know if I fully processed, so th- this is my, my the my brain's interpretation of what I read. So again, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um but basically so you know, like how there's supposedly like a land bridge where people like migrated, yeah, between Russia um, and, and Alaska, yeah, something, yeah. So like because different cultures at at a time post land post when they thought the land bridge was all had this same myth, which is called the cosmic hunt myth, which is when a bunch of uh, the myth is that a bunch of hunters were chasing down a large animal, usually a bear. They wound it, and then it runs into the sky and becomes a constellation. And I think that, like, uh, uh, they think that b- because so many different, because of the locations, the different locations across the world, that people have this same myth, that that means that that myth predated when the land bridge existed so that people could have migrated and brought that myth across. Totally, because also to- it does look like a bunch of dots, and if you didn't word of mouth spread that legend there is no way that people are looking at it going oh it's the bear like yeah it looks like dots also even when you see like uh someone draw an outline around it it it's even already a little bit of a stretch yeah. for a bear it still it, doesn't look like a bear it has a tail bear. only a stupid caveman could think that was a bear <laughs> yeah i know way more about a bear now yeah um, uh, um i i have a, a another human and bear sure. important thing this one is probably one of the more recent ones that we will be talking about, but um, it is um, a, a more recent shift in cultural perception of bears due to um, Teddy Roosevelt, um, the Presidente of the time. And do, do you remember, you guys all know teddy bears, right? The cuddly little umpkins that everyone likes to love and hold when they are a baby boy or a baby girl or a baby non-binary person. Um, well, that, those are actually a byproduct of a political campaign for Theodore Roosevelt. And the story behind that goes that Theodore Roosevelt being the, the big game hunter that he was, he was like, I have never shot a bear and I'd very much like to. Um, and so he goes out with his, uh, with a slave, um, 
or a freed slave, but basically still a slave. He goes out with a, a black person who probably didn't want to be there. Um, and he's like, help me kill a bear. And the, the the slave, they they find a bear, and the, the slave or freed slave, I, I don't remember which, like, is able to find a bear and, like, get into an altercation with the bear and, like, bash it multiple times with the butt of his rifle. And, like, it makes the bear feel woozy and stuff and ties it to a tree. And um, there's, like, a whole, like, obviously because this is, like, a presidential candidate and he's out hunting, there's, like, all, he has, like, a, a bunch of people with him. And everyone's like, shoot the bear, Teddy! Shoot the bear! And he just <laughs> sees, like, this bleeding animal tied to a tree going, Ooh. and he's like, I can't do it. I am I am a man with too large a heart to shoot an animal in such a state. It would be unsportsmanlike. Um, so then they just release the wounded bear that they've bashed in the head back into the woods. And because of, you know, at that time, not shooting a, an animal that you've beaten half to death and tied to a tree was like, everyone was very impressed with how kind that was. Um, and so they, uh, a little toy was made. Um, and that was teddy bears. And that, that brought bears as a cuddly thing. Like people knew about bears and I think, I think probably forever people have kind of liked bears. Like I, I yeah. think that, that that's never changed. But what the perception of bears being a cuddly thing was new after the invention of the teddy bear because of the story I just said. That's why we have little containers that are of honey that are bear shaped, and we have the bear. Uh-huh. Any cute bear thing where the bears are adorable is because of teddy bears and because of that campaign. Which yeah. is, I think, a really interesting thing that now bears have this duality of being this, this, the beast, and also absolutely a little funnily umpkins that you love. Yeah, yeah, that it is, and and build a bear workshop too. Yeah, build and a build a bear workshop. I don't know what I would do without build a bear workshop. So I'm well, very grateful to Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Teddy, for not. Um, not doming that that wounded animal <laughs> in the middle of the woods. Yeah, time whiplash from the most recent thing we'll talk about to the oldest one. Um, back to cavemen. Uh, there, basically, there was evidence. There's there's some evidence, but this is I understand a point of contention with archaeologists. So some say yes, some say no. That so that bear worship could have existed among neanderthals in paleolithic times which bear worship bear worship also uh very cool that that's that's a thing like bear bear worship is a recurring thing there were there were religious groups called bear cults throughout history who that is worshiped so bears. fucking cool also um, but they they believe that neanderthals could have worshiped bears because they found cave bear bones arranged in patterns that could possibly suggest that they were put in that way like they were specifically arranged um sure. as opposed to just fell there but that's also it's not conclusive so okay, but i would well, like to believe it honestly though that is one of the easiest believe easiest to believe things that i mean i, I bet that bear worship that there's probably a dude in mississippi right now who engages in bear worship i yeah. like there's in my mind there's no way that some group of neanderthals or early humans or even not that early humans at any point in history have engaged in bear worship on a scale that is like at least somewhat cultural in the bubble that they're in. Like yeah. it, it has to have happened. I'm, I'm like, you know, 
I'm like 120 seconds away from bear worship right now. You know, <laughs> I feel like if if my existence was living in the woods and I actually came in contact with bears somewhat regularly, it it would it would be bear worship pretty quick for me. Yeah. Um hey, here's a here's 120 seconds of some cool ass bullshit that might put you over the edge here. Let's do um it. some of the more famous bear worshipers um in history the vikings if you guys know berserkers oh um, yes this is so cool yeah so the the two berserkers you know were were vicious viking warriors um that everybody is obsessed with myself included i think they're so cool i always have i was obsessed with berserkers as like a a middle schooler or whatever that's like a that's a great thing for a middle school boy to get into that's that's a good one that that goes with dinosaurs if you any of you guys have Middle school sons got them a book about berserkers, mm-hmm. um, but uh, 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 basically, berserkers were believed to draw their power from bears. And here's a here's a, a quote: They were devoted to the bear cult, which was once widespread across the northern hemisphere. Yep. Can you believe that? That's some Conan the Barbarian bullshit, dude. That's oh, so fuck, fucking that's sick. That's so cool. But basically, they would wear uh, bear skin outfits uh when they went to battle and people would say that they were animalistic in the way that they fought and they like entered kind of a battle frenzy that they modeled after the bear and a lot of people at the time believed that berserk that, that berserkers were shapeshifters um to to go berserk tra- literally the the word for going berserk translated as change form so uh Basically, people believed that berserkers would transform into bears as they fought, and there were other there were other warriors, um, Viking warriors who would who had kind of a kinship with other animals beside bears. There's one about boars, I think, uh, and there was another one too. I forget, but bears are you know that's the that's that's the cool one. That's the elite. I mean, boars is actually pretty cool too. I I like boars, but um, bears. But the, hey, there were there weren't no boar cult. That's all bears, baby. No, look, we're, boars are cool, but they're a single letter away from being real cool. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, yeah, no, that that is so sick. Also, like, even if... I, I feel like if you are a, a warrior of that time and you spend your time, like, kind of worshipping bears and, um, I don't know, looking at them a lot and fighting techniques are new and you can do whatever... Like spiritually, why not? I mean, they basically are transforming into you know they're 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 not like turning into physical bears probably, but um, I feel like fighting in an unhinged animalistic way that's modeled after bears is the coolest thing ever. Definitely, and would um, scare me if I was a villager being pillagered. Yeah, I would hate to be pillagered. Uh, I have a so. Like I said, not even close to an exhaustive list, but I have a few more items on my human bear interaction slash relationship list. And these are unfortunately ways that, you know, humans have kind of been nasty to bears. Um, And the first one that this is one that I think that is goes on even somewhat to this day. I actually didn't read that, but it's it's another it's another one that's on the recent end. Um, I don't know if you've heard of bile bears. Have you heard of this um, at all? This yeah, is completely new to me. Yeah, basically, um, they keep they keep bears in uh, in captivity uh, to harvest digestive fluid from their their gallbladder 
um, which is used in like traditional Asian medicine. Um, and they keep them in pretty horrible conditions. But uh, what is what blew my mind about this, which is basically they there's a bunch of really horrible methods that they use to they'll like extract this like this bile from these bears that they keep in these tiny cages. Um, and you know that's horrible and whatever. But here's the thing that is fucking crazy. Um, bear bile it does it works. It has positive. It? it has it's anti-inflammatory. It's antimicrobial and it like protects your liver. Like they're they're not. It's not like a. It's not like a traditional folk thing that they made up, and that that bears suffer for no reason. Like it. I mean, they shouldn't be doing this to bears. But it's crazy to me that bear bio. Like that's that's that is again that's straight up. That's magic. That's magic. That is so that's cool. supernatural bullshit, dude. Making potions out of a bear. Yeah. And they work. Bear potions. Yeah. Tell me real that's bear not, potions. Tell me you don't live in a magic world. Yeah, that's right. Um, another one, another thing that's bad that we did, this is a further back. This is this is bear baiting? This is bear baiting. Um, yeah. yeah. Which, hey, that's what I do, uh, in my <laughs> bed when my wife is away. Um, oh, no, bear yeah. baiting was basically where they would chain up a bear. This was in, uh, a lot of different places. It was very popular in Great Britain in, I think, medieval times. I don't know if that's considered, I know there's a specific era that... I think it was medieval called, times. It means, was called but it was Bad Britain at that point. Bad Britain, yeah. It was 12th to 19th century that this was most popular, um, and this is where you chain up a bear and you make it fight a dog or an, another bear or another animal. Um, but it's it's like bear fighting, basically. But uh, the bear's at a disadvantage by being chained up, and it still has to fight. Yeah, and I know, I know that thing still wins. Oh yeah, not, dude. not at the end. But not, no. It doesn't win in a greater spiritual sense for sure, and no. it also eventually will get killed too. It but I know succumb. that thing. I know that thing kills at least fifteen dogs before it goes down. Uh, okay, and that's all you could hope for. I, I I'm not going to go on the record here saying that I want to see this, but there is definitely a very human part in the back of my head that is imagining like a giant brown bear just swatting away, you know, yeah. aggressive I mean, dogs like they're nothing, and I. There's supposedly they either they still do this or have done this very recently like you know like uh like gangsters and stuff in other countries will bet on bear fights and shit um they shouldn't be doing that but i understand their impulse but uh, yeah i might i might show up in groucho marx glasses maybe (laughs) just to see what's up but i don't i don't like what you're doing um but there was a job in the in the middle ages and the tudor period called a bear leader which was a guy who just led bears around the country um for it to bring them to be used in bear baiting but there's a guy whose job it was that he just walked around with bears and he just went from village to village he's like do you want these bears Um, that's awesome also he's a village to village bear salesman i saw um i don't know if you Oh yeah, you posted this picture. the the little the little image like the I don't know if it's a the bear. I'm gonna post it with the with the episode for sure. It's a really good drawing so, of a bear leader. It's very funny. Um, just as a quick description of it, though, it's like a very like political cartoon looking 1800s drawing of a very British looking guy walking around in his you know petticoat and cane, and then just like holding the hand of like a little tiny bear that's wearing like a little hat and yeah it and <laughs> it's awesome it's a funny picture um yeah. uh yeah. another thing that's not so good that has changed public so bears absolutely are capable of fucking you up 
Most of the time, however, they um, won't, and it's not advised that you approach them or anything, but a lot of um, outdoor magazines and like wildlife books have used bears as I've, I've been saying bears as dragons a lot in this, but have used bears as like this, um, face of the, the horrible might of nature, um, and have sort of, uh, glorified, no, I don't know if glorified is the right word, but sort of pumped how frequently a bear attack would seem it like bears are not just like on site most of the time. And I think that, um, there has been a, a a somewhat unintentional push for bears to be these monsters of the woods when they also are basically just big solitary dogs that you shouldn't try to be friends with, but like also they aren't like they're not evil. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's. I mean, the it's it's not the. The, one of the more aggressive and nasty bears, the grizzly bear. Um, I don't know if you do you know the the grizzly bear's scientific name, which I think it, it has maybe had maybe reflects the the public perception of, of grizzly no. bears as as maybe aggressive and evil creatures. The scientific name for a grizzly bear is Ursos Arctos Horribilis. That I'm gonna get a tattoo of that on the back of my head. <laughs> um, that is uh, so cool. Yeah. So something else about I think the way that kind of relationships with bears has changed over the time over time is something I was I was reading uh they have on Wikipedia they have a list of like deaths by bear like recorded mm-hmm. killings of humans by bears and it goes like really far back like back into the you know 1700s or whatever um and something I didn't consider before but uh, uh, that I you know I kind of maybe I probably thought about a little bit, but didn't really pay any heed to was I was reading these, these going from earliest to latest. And I was scrolling through it and being like, okay, let's see how like these bears kill people. I want to see if there's like a cool story that I can, that I can read out. And like, you know, all the ones from the 1800s or whatever, all like, Oh, a man wandered into the woods and then a bear. He's, he ran away from a bear. It chased him. It, it broke his door down and ate him or whatever. Or it's like, you know, a guy's like, I'm going to go kill a bear. And then they found his head later. Um, <laughs> but it's all stuff like that. And then yeah. right at the ninth, early 1900s, 1900s, 1910s, 20s, 30s, you know, that, that era, all of them change. All the bear killings, which obviously, you know, it's, this isn't, a, I'm sure it's not an exhaustive list of people killed by bears, but there's pretty much almost every entry in like the bear killings in that era is like, a man was a, a man tried to feed a bear at the zoo and got pulled inside the cage, like just yeah. over and over and over. And I was like, oh yeah, zoos weren't like around for a long. Like zoos weren't always like a thing. And then um, when they were, like you know the OSHA wasn't around. You know they yeah. didn't, they weren't like you know zoos. I think were a lot a lot more uh, fast and loose on safety precautions. Definitely, yeah, and those animals were also so much angrier <laughs> and hungrier, I think, too, than what was used nowadays. But yeah, just the sheer, it is worth looking at for the sheer volume of stories of this guy fed a bear and it pulled him inside the cage and, and <laughs> pulled him apart. Um, it's truly crazy how quickly that gives way 
yeah from like a a little boy was picking flowers in the woods and he got killed or whatever to like yeah a guy poked a bear with a stick through the bars and (laughs) and he got it it got him Um, yeah i saw you you wrote one down in your notes that seemed very funny yeah this one idea i I did want to read this one this is from 1906 um this happened in pennsylvania this man john dite dict was killed by a bear here's the quote i'll read this um thinking the bear was dead diked dicked began began skinning it the bear immediately awoke and tore off one of his arms and then killed him (laughs) that's just imagine like approaching a sleeping bear and immediately just start trying to turn it into a coat without like yeah well that's the thing that's another all of these that's another thing that's so fucking crazy about bears is like i would say a good amount of those ones i read are like the a bear attacked somebody they shot it two times it like stopped moving they thought it was dead they walked over and it grabbed them and ate them yeah like they are hard to kill and they you it's yeah um I think we should probably start wrapping up. I honestly, I still have more that I could talk about, but that's that's what we're getting into when we're talking about something that doesn't have pre-written lore and also just kicks ass. Is like yeah. there's it's it's if you want to go look read about bears, you should go read about bears. Um, there there's endless materials uh, as you. I guess we don't really need to tell you to look bears up. It's going to be fun, but like <laughs> just look, Google bear, just Google bear, and honestly keep. Follow the thread, man. It's it's a it's a good time. That's what we did for this episode. But um, I do want to close out um, on talking about bears before we have a couple other things to say. Um, have you ever seen one in the in the? I've wild? never seen one in in person. I I used to go to. Um, what about zoos? Oh, I've seen one in in, in zoos. Yeah, I've never okay. seen one in the wild. My cool. I. Some used to go into my my one of some of my family members' backyard in New in New Hampshire, but I was never around for that. I was absolutely terrified of bears as a kid because I used to visit uh, Montana, yeah. um, as a as a as a kid where my great grandfather would stay in a cabin, um, in like a little cabin camp, and he would uh, like he would just always for whatever reason he was old and I don't think he had very he did he didn't like have like much like social discretion being a very old guy and he would just like always talk about me like yeah another a guy just got killed by a bear he got his head ripped off in yeah. a tent or something and i would just be a kid and be like oh my god um my my friend uh my friend jay shout out to jay if you're listening to this he's a good buddy of mine he um used to work on a ranch in montana and now he moved to montana um he's living there with his fiance and i texted him before this episode being like hey man like you know, know anything about bears you can tell me and he just sent me um a link to this book called night of the grizzly which is about a night that happened in real life where just a ton of grizzly attacks took place in montana um Whoa. or i think maybe it was two um but it was there was like a ton of grizzly interactions with people and two people died um just on the same night in Montana and it was during a terrible storm, which I think maybe agitated them. But, um, anyways, it seems like Montana is a pretty crazy place for bears. And then also I have seen a bear in real life in the wild once. Um, but it wasn't, um, a scary thing. I'm, I'm in Minnesota and we mostly have black bears and I was, 
Well, actually, this story wasn't in Minnesota. I was I was camping in Canada, and we were on this little island having lunch because um, it's like a canoeing trip, and you you, mm-hmm. know, you canoe for hours between portages. And we were having lunch on this little island, and we spotted a maybe like hundred hundred fifty pound um, black bear across the water, and. You know, we hollered at him and he like stopped and like looked at us inquisitively and then, um, you know, just kind of kept being a little black bear. Like it, it was it was honestly yeah. it was just like a really cool like it was very cool to see him. And then another um, encounter is at my cabin, which is um, I'm in the Twin Cities. My cabin is about five hours north in, in the woods and we have trail cams up everywhere there. And um, there there is a. a black bear that lives near my cabin and when my grandma was staying at my cabin like a year ago um she went on a walk and came back and then the next day my dad checked the trail cams and um (laughs) like there a black bear had just walked on the path like 20 minutes before her god damn just like she almost ran into a black bear which is it also probably would have been fine but um yeah yeah, so bears are awesome. I don't know. Um, sh- should we rate them? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm going... As with almost any real-world animal, I'm going uh, 10 hind-legged or bipe- semi-bipedal predators out of 10. Yeah, I mean, also, gotta just hand it to them. I'm going... 10 meat hooks on two massive paws out of 10. They uh yeah. these guys rule. Um yeah. they're, the, they're the best. They're 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 really cool. Um now as this is, you know, of course, this was the season to the it's, there's not really seasons, but it's the season 2 premiere and you may <laughs> remember from the season 1 finale that we did a little monster creator contest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the, the it was fans. called the Monster Crazy Monster Maker Off Season Challenge. That's what it was. I couldn't remember the whole. You yeah. made a crazy acronym for it. It was intentionally too much. Um, but uh, we got a lot of submissions, and they were really good. And it was honestly really hard to decide a winner. And I would like to sh- before we announce who the winner is, I would love to shout out some some runner some runners up because they're. There really were so many good submissions that I that I really loved. Um, so I'm just going to say a few of my honorable mentions, and then maybe if you want to, mm-hmm. to. Um, but uh, I really liked the Okokota by submitted by Natalie on Discord. Um, I also really liked, really really liked the Inyo by <laughs> which was submitted by Dick Too Small to Legally Fuck <laughs> on Discord. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also a big fan of the Skull Mask Parasite by Sugar Luff, the Sister Noids by Thomas, and the Forgotten by Andrew Schley. Schley. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, th- you, those were all very, very great, and I um, mean, all the other ones were really good too, except yeah. for one horrible one. You know who you are. Yeah, there was one that was so bad that it makes me want to freaking throw the fuck up. Um, my my runners ups were um, the wooden fisherman. That one was really cool. Uh, that was by uh, Jacob John Jacobo. Um, the forgotten is an overlapped one that we had. the The forgotten I thought was I I liked your idea there because there's these things in D and D and they just added like another version of one. It, it was cool. 
Um, and then the Cisternoids, I also really liked. Um, and then also the Cisternoids by um, Thomas. Huh. Um, and then the Velvet Devil by Fabulous underscore Johnson. Um, because the Velvet Devil seemed like a very uh, well thought out and realistic little monster. It was cool um, and gross. And then um, I think before we announce, maybe we should, um, should we just like read? No, I think we should just describe what, what it is for the winner. Sure. Yeah. Um, so the winner was by Mikey with two Y's. Um, and it is, congratulations, Mikey. We thought your yeah. idea was the coolest. We loved uh, it. Its name is Han Miljar, which in Icelandic I, means he crushes. Han um, Miljar, I assume. Yep, you're right. That makes a lot more sense. Um, I sound so fucking stupid. So fucking yep. stupid. Yup. Um, but basically, it was like a, it's a, a para- we got a lot of parasites, but this one was a parasite that manifests in just like antlers growing out of things. And, um, like, just antlers weaving out of the head and weaving out of the body. And the they described, um, Mikey described that, like, they, um, like, when there's too many antlers, they just, like, sprint around the forest, just, like, bashing excess antlers off. And it, like, yeah. it, it just, it sounded like a really freaky, awesome antler monster thing. Um, it was so yeah. cool. It was very cool. It reminded me a lot of the 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 daka from berserk and also because the daka for the om also the omens from elden ring because those are just basically the daka from berserk but a different enough take kind of a similar similar visual thing but with something completely different and and unique going on and they also it also kind of reminded me of like i that movie antlers that came out that i really was excited for and was very disappointed by i think that if the Han Milliar was if the the Wendigo and Antlers had taken more off the Han Milliar after the Han Milliar, I would have been a lot happier with that movie. I think that that the Han Milliar was very cool, and you did a very good job. Yeah, super good. Um, also, like I don't know, there's they're describing that in the current iteration of Han Milliar, um, it's like it it is ocu- its host is like a troll. So I'm just like imagining like this big humanoid, and its head is just. Not even it's just antlers now, and uh, Mikey describes that it can be seen with like one or two deer just impaled on this like crown of antlers that's its head. Like I don't know, it was it was very grisly and also still like it reminded me of like a very like woodsy folkloric. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I like that it I like that it exists in a world where trolls also exist. Yeah, that that, it's not, that, yeah, 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 totally. It was it was very cool. I could I could. Uh, it, I, I, yeah, it was awesome. I, we really liked that one, so congrats. And we also, yeah. Mikey already knows that they won because the, the winner of this competition, which was Mikey, um, gets to choose um, what our next episode is on instead of us That's spinning right. the wheel. So no Mike, wheel today. No wheel, but we can still pretend with some with some like tension. Oh, what's it going to be? Oh, what's it going to be? What did Mikey decide Mikey, we're going to do next come episode? Come on, baby. What'd you do? What'd you tell us to do? It's... The Sandworms from Dune, a.k.a. Shai Cholud. Yep, which is also a cool coincidence because I'm in the process of reading the first book of Dune for the first time. Yeah, um, and this will finally be my push to, to finally watch. That's the David Lynch Dune movie that I always put off watching. 
Um, yeah. So thank you for that, that Mikey. And that, that this will be a very fun one. I, I bet a bunch of people will be excited about this one, including me. So thank yeah, you for I picking too. it. Um, um, yeah, I think that does it. Bears, that man. does it for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, we're back. Season season two. We're we're gonna we're back to semi regular reg, you know as regular a schedule as we had before. Just like um, roughly once a week. We have, uh, you know, yeah. Hey, we have, we still have a Discord. Maybe I'll put that in the Twitter bio or pin it or something, so people can hop in because there's a, some fun monster discussion going on in there that you don't want to miss. Um, no. But thank you for listening. Uh, we'll yeah. be back next week with Shai Halud. Oh yeah! Bye bye. Bye.